0: Social media is a big part of my life. I spend just as much time as anyone else does on it, probably much to my own detriment. More often than not, it's a roller coaster of interactions that can cause an equal amount of ups and downs in my mental state. So a few days ago, I happened across a post that showed a picture of a character from the toy line GI Joe, named Airborne. Accompanying that image was an update from April 19th 2020 that stated that the artist responsible for this image, a Mr. Hector Garrido, had passed away peacefully in his sleep at the age of 92. An overload of emotions that I had not expected rolled over me and I sat for a long time re-reading the post. In it, there was a link to his Flickr account where more of his artwork was located. As I clicked through the images, I had discovered the work of an artist whose creations had inspired me and quite literally helped me through some incredibly tough years in my life. Hi, I'm Mario the Artist and Rogue, and you're listening to Radio 74. Being a kid who had formulative years from the 70s through to the 90s, I was like so many others of those decades, a recipient of an outpouring of toy lines and marketing like no other time in history. Artwork overflowed in various styles, on packaging, portraying fantasy-laden landscapes, dragons, science fiction technology, robots, far-off worlds, magic, and it all gave fuel to the imaginations of the minds of many that beheld it. Being an aspiring artist, it was so wonderful to be able to see these professionals whose work covered the boxes and cards of those toys. And I wondered, who designed them? How did one get into doing art for these things as a living? Man, how I longed to be one of them. This was what I wanted to do when I grew up. Most of what I had seen were all of these Japanese-created lines, which were prevalent in Italy, where I had first lived. You see, anime was the first kickstart for, into art for me. But my father, being in the military, had an influence on me as well. And comic books about World War II were a lot of what he bought for me. Stories of American fighting forces against the tyranny of Nazi Germany instilled a love of history and the military. And when my father got orders to come back to the United States, we were coming to live in Tucson, Arizona, to live on Davis-Monthan Air Force Base. Most of our stuff was still en route from overseas, so when we got here, I and my sister didn't have anything aside from the few toys that we managed to bring over in luggage. And I remember my father taking us to the base exchange which for those of you who aren't familiar with the term it's like a shopping center with a food court for military members and families. I went in looking for the same sort of toys I'd seen overseas but instead saw things like Masters of the Universe, Star Wars, and a few other things that were new to me. But one particular figure stood out. There, about eye level, were 5 identical copies of a figure a military themed toy named G.I. Joe and the character I pulled off the hanger peg was named airborne. The artwork was what got me. Here was this brown skinned fellow in this super cool pose clearly descending on a line from somewhere high and this explosive bit of red and orange yellow behind him. His face in this defiant war cry and his weapon held angled upwards. As a kid, I always watched shows with few characters that looked like me. So to find something like this was beyond cool. I flipped the figure card over, and I saw that there was a bio card, and it read facts about him. Helicopter Assault Trooper, E-5 Sergeant, Birthplace, Navajo Reservation, Arizona. His name? Franklin E. Talltree. I am partly of Tarascan, or more aptly, Purapeca Hispanic Indian heritage. Through most of my youth, I only really found five or six Native American-based toys that f- showed First Nation people in positive and cool ways. And this was the first one. My dad asked if that was the toy I wanted, as he looked at it. I said yes. He noticed something I had not. The figure had an odd little blemish almost a scar line on its face that the other four still on the peg did not have. I almost put it back, but looking at it, that imperfection reminded me once again of myself. I'd recently had chicken pox, and the resulting scars were something that I was very self-conscious of. Besides, his scar that was on his face, it was probably from some time in his military, I reasoned. Maybe he'd fought off a bear or something. On the way home, I held the carded figure and took in the artwork once again, Reread the bio many times over, and upon getting home, could not get over how cool this figure was. I had just moved to Arizona. This fictional character was from Arizona. He was of native descent, as was I. He was unafraid of heights. I hoped to one day not be. I kept the card because the artwork was just so killer good. I always wondered who had painted it, and one of my first attempts at trying to emulate it involved a lot of trial and error, frustration, colored pencils, and tracing. Now, remember, this was all before the internet, and if you were a freelance artist, you never got your name put on the package anywhere. And thankfully, some companies today are giving recognition for the very skilled illustrators and package designers doing the toys today, but that wasn't really a thing back then. So through the years, even when my interest in toy collecting waned some and then picked up again later in life, I managed to keep a lot of my collection, much of it in storage. But Airborne? Nah, he was like Sheriff Woody was to Andy for me. You see, I was so insecure about many things, fearful about a lot of stuff growing up. So he was always kept on display somewhere on some shelf in my bedroom as a small reminder of courage on display. The artwork for the toy also stayed in my mind for years. When I first learned to rappel in Boy Scouts for a merit badge, I remember my overwhelming fear of heights almost derailed it all for me. But I thought about how badass Airborne was. He was fearless. He jumped out of helicopters. Surely I could rappel off of the side of a building. And I did. That merit badge hangs on the wall, not that far from me. When I got made fun of over the scars on my arms and on my back from my earlier bout of chickenpox, I remembered the scar that was on the toy and how in my head, it was just a part of him, just like these scars were a part of me. It certainly made getting through school a lot easier. Fast forward some years later, when I started doing voice work for Hallmark, in every audition, I would think about pro voice actors I admired. One who was Peter Cullen, who was the voice of Optimus Prime, but as it turned out, was also the voice of Airborne in the G.I. Joe animated series. Tommy! Can you hear me, kid? It's your brother, Franklin! Your brother, you know, Airborne! Through all that, I still held on to the artwork card. But somehow, somewhere, I finally misplaced it. The action figure, though... Still remained, like all old memories that suddenly come back into focus, to see the artwork of Airborne from the card that I had lost long ago show up on Facebook and to suddenly see a name attributed to it, a Hispanic name not, you know no less was and that was something else. For years, I had made it a point to try and reach out to so many artists and meet them, or write them and extend a small thank you for the artwork that they had created and that I had experienced when I was young. Having done art shows for, you know, so many years, I'd gotten the chance to meet people like Bernie Wrightson, Brahm, Paul Bonner, Commander Mark of the Secret Cities television show, uh, Boris Vallejo, so, so many people that I looked up to. But there were always the elusive ones that, you know, they came to light too late or whom in this case, I just never knew the name of. I genuinely was saddened by the news. Here was an illustrator whose name I'd never heard never knew whose artwork had accompanied me, bolstered me, only to discover he had passed away in April of 2020. As I looked through his work on Flickr, which I highly recommend you all do, I saw a wonderful range of work that featured GI Joe vehicles that I loved, the Night Raven, the Hiss Tank, and characters such as Storm Shadow, Zartan, and Dr. Mindbender, to Time Magazine illustrations and cover art for the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew mystery books. The legacy of artwork of creation is truly the voice and vision left behind once we all leave this mortal plane. It's just a small part of who the person was but one that is expressive or at the very least defining of the professional career of that creative. I'm ever so glad to finally know who the artist was behind the character of Airborne a character whose action figure is of this recording standing in a case just a foot from my microphone. It is a very odd feeling to discover something that you'd always wanted the answer to, but when you find it out, it didn't come along as you'd hoped it might have. I'm hoping that there are some art reproductions available this particular work of art. It's one of the works that has long since sold off of his Flickr account. It really would be nice to have it again. At least for what it's worth, each time I begin an illustration or any other creative endeavor, I can look over the action figure of Airborne and think of the colorful history of this character and what part it's played in my life. Finding out who Mr. Garrido was completes it in a way. And I will carry that inspiration on to some new stories and artwork of my own. Thank you, Mr. Hector Garrido, for the wonderful artwork. Rest in peace, good sir. Thanks for listening everyone. I am Mario, the Artisan Rogue, and you can find me by that username, The Artisan Rogue, on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Until next time, do yourself a favor. Reach out to the artists that you know and appreciate and tell them what you think. Take care.